This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Five o'clock hour, Monday's Lori and Julia is here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We've got the MyTalk app and MyTalk1071 is celebrating Mental Health Month in May. All brought to you by Care Counseling. MyTalk's going to highlight facts and resources related to mental health throughout the month of May. You can learn more and join us as we celebrate Mental Health Month at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword May. Word on the street is we got some TV news. Coming your way. Yep. In the street. Well, I have to tell you okay. that we when we were talking earlier about things that we have on the DVR mm-hmm. and Belgravia came up and it's the Julian Fellows who did Downton Abbey uh, TV series. Yeah. I can't remember what channel it's on. PBS, I think it is. Or it's on Epics. It's on Epics. Which is what we have we now get instead now of stars. stars. That mm-hmm. was our new channel. She said it's so good. I, that's what I've heard. It's been on my list forever. Same. But I feel like it's not a thing you'd watch with Casey. But, but he liked Down Abbey. He? Yeah, he did, and he likes like The Crown. Not right? not this third season no, as I didn't much. Like it either. Yeah, you know? but okay, but that's another thing that's out there. Just yeah. for your spare time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I looked at what what did everyone watch this past weekend. Okay, I want to see if any of us watched it. I told Casey I had to watch it because I felt it was going to be the number one stream thing on Netflix. So I blamed it. I said it's show prep that we can do together. Dead to me. Dead to me. Yep. I did did not. You didn't watch it? I watched two. I watched three. Yep. Okay. And it's as crazy as ever. It's Samantha, who I want to say, but her name is Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini. And that delicious man. James Marsden. Yeah. No, it's good. There's a twist that happens right away at the end of the first uh, one. But that took over Netflix. That was number one. Then Outer Banks. Okay, this is an Australian um, one. And my friend said the sex things in it are unbelievable. Okay, that's jumping to the top of the list. Okay, yeah. Okay, (laughs) okay. Um, Have you heard of that, Holly? No, I haven't, but I I see um, Mm -hmm. brooding muscles. Yes, Yes. what is it about? Outer Banks. I don't know, it sounds soapy and delicious. As soon as I read the synopsis, I'm like in. Yeah, no, Outer Banks is supposed to be it. All right, what's the synopsis say? On an oh. island of haves and haves nots, oh. teen yeah. John B. enlists his Teens. three best friends to hunt for a legendary treasure linked to his father's disappearance. Oh, oh this is perfect. so my alley. This is like <laughs> no, my sirens, the, mer- like the, mer- the mermaids and the merwomen that the, the, the marine biologists in the mermaid town 
in Alaska accidentally discover on real, they discovered the Mer people. In, on the TV show Siren on the CW? Yes. I, and then the government tries to get the Mer people away, you know. I only last. Tale as old as time. You know. <laughs> Same kind of a thing. Right. So that sounds good. Then Holly, but that's with real people and not mermaids. No, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I like. Just, I, just, I just well, the they're straight. real people. They when they come out of the water, they grow legs. But they, and they look talk. funny. Their faces bug me. Well, there is a funny mer quality that because is there. it's like a Snapchat screen thing yeah, that is over the mermaid people. Okay, number three was Hollywood. And you watch that. I've watched four. I've got three more left. I have to say the fashion that I did. I, I realized, okay, we could be getting more, but I'm just going to go along with the revisionist history. So I've completely changed my mind. Just let go and have fun. On Hollywood. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it. Um, just for what it is. Yeah. And I shouldn't be just because I wanted it to be a little bit better when I think of all the good shows Ryan Murphy's given us. I mean, he's prolific. Yeah. All right. Holly, are you watching Hollywood yet? I'm not yet. I'm not sold on I, it. I I, I I feel like nobody had done that. It's number three on Netflix. Well, a lot of people did. A lot not of people me. did. And I know quite a few people who are really like, Holly, maybe, and, and you too, Julia, and me, maybe we know too much about Hollywood history. See, I think that's it because I want a real Scotty Bowers docu-series. Yes. Which there's a documentary on HBO, yes. I guess you could have watched. And this is, I think... He has, he just takes liberties with the story. It's like we liked about, one of the things I, at least I liked about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's movie about Hollywood in the time of the Sharon Tate murders that I liked the um, I liked the new ending. I wish that had been the ending of that story. Sure. You know, I like that revisionist yeah. thing in the peak back. And so this is just really kind of taking you into a fantastical hyper reality of this is how Hollywood could have been. Okay. Imagining how it could have been. Okay. I still don't want to do it. Oh, you don't? Not oh, the really. fashion is good yeah. and the sex and I'd rather James do these other Par- shows. Jim Parsons yeah. ordering people around and dancing the seven veils of Salome yeah. to Rock Hudson. Holly, I Are think. Are they you at would the like- Garden of Allah when they do all this? Uh, maybe, stuff, maybe. Oh, it's just I'm torn because you talked about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I wasn't a super fan of I wasn't what, either of oh. what they did. However, it was that that wasn't the whole movie. It wasn't. You know, it was just part of it. I love the homage to the 60s and 70s, the whole kind of way the TV You just had to get... Remember, I went and had a cocktail break at good old AMC Theater. I went and just took a 20-minute break and got myself a glass of wine and talked to the bartender. (laughs) Yeah, I would not... I did not do that, Julia. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess, okay, I'll I'll commit to an episode of Hollywood. A single episode. You need to watch two. You have to watch two. How long two. are they? They're, but listen, you really, it's like reading 50 chapters in a book. Watch two episodes of a show. 50 chapters, 50 pages. Or 50 pages, excuse me. <laughs> Lord, not 50, 50 chapters. chapters. I read so many silly books yeah, this weekend. Yeah. Well, right. anyway, so Hollywood, and I know a few, like a few younger people who are really liking it, who kind of didn't know that much about this era of Hollywood, and they're really appreciating the sets. The fashion, yes. the hair, the, the were lasciviousness. So great. Uh, there's so much great hot gay 
sexiness. All right. That's what people are appreciating. All right, what's next? Okay, then um, Working Moms, the movie, then Ozark. Yep. Ozark, and then Never Have I Ever. Is that a movie or a series on on Netflix? It's a series now, but I feel like it was a... It's a series, isn't this one? Never Have I Ever, and then guess what, you guys? The Last Kingdom. Uhtred of Bebenberg is... Oh, you guys. If you need just kind of a little snack, um, I really recommend Uhtred of Bebenberg. That whole scene. My Lord. Just great if you just need pure escapism. It's like my kingdom, the 15th century Korean zombie. That was a real good distraction. And the money heist has been a great distraction. Oh, that's been a great distraction. Drama distraction. Yeah. Never then, Have I Ever is a comedy drama, and it's in its first season. It's by Mindy Kaling. Yeah, oh, this is the Mindy yeah, Kaling. Yeah, that, so that was number six yeah. on Netflix this weekend. Did you watch that one, Holly? I didn't. Okay, tell us what you're watching. Oh, I like I said at the beginning of the show. This last weekend was all about comfort, and it was things that was not challenging my brain whatsoever. Yeah. So I went back into the archives on HBO, and and I watched the original Jaws. Oh, oh I love that movie. That movie stands up. It's a uh, pretty poignant, all things considered. Yes, and yes, it is. The yes, it is. Yes. the shark and the uh, you know COVID yeah. and and Chief Bro. It's just like it really stands up, and it's one of those things that you, if you have a favorite movie or a book or anything like that, you check in maybe once a decade and yes. see how it holds up. Yeah, I love that. Lori love loved that it. I haven't gone back. That movie traumatized me. I've got a little um, a thing, a review from a gentleman. Uh-huh. <clears throat> On um, Hollywood, Hollywood, excuse me, I've got something in my throat. The men are so hot. So hot. Yeah. Gay boy fantasy. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it, Hollywood has been in the top three on Netflix since right. it came out three weekends ago. I, my brother, Gore, he, he ate the whole thing. Yes. In one Once weekend, he and his husband, they mm-hmm. just couldn't stop watching. It was like, ding, ding, you know. But I'm kind of, you know, I'll... Stretch it out. No. Okay, I I know. Yeah. All right, but back to you, Holly, about Jaws. I mean, yeah. that that shark is so fake looking. Do you just let I don't you move think with so. that? I don't think it is. Do I think just... it holds up pretty well because it's a mega, mega. It's a it's an absurdly big, right? It's a freak great white. Right. Well, and the thing about Jaws is that when they were making the movie, they had a lot of mechanical problems. So a lot of the the most tense and terrifying moments, you don't see the stupid rubber shark at all. You just hear the music. You hear the music. That music. You see the camera Mm -hmm. moving in between Mm -hmm. the legs. Mm -hmm. You see just the menacing, the music, the tone, the everything. Yeah, when the head pops out in that one little cabin hole, you know, boom. Yes, yes. That was still scary. It still yes. scared the crap out of us. Yes. But so I think all the Jaws movies are streaming on HBO yeah. right now. If um, you want to be scared. I wa- Casey and I watched because he'd never watched. I couldn't believe it. What? It was when, Holly, a couple weeks ago, you'd pointed out the TCM. We didn't know what the theme was, but it was nods to New York City movies. Okay. And Dog Day Afternoon yes. uh, with uh, um, Al Pacino and That's, John Cazale oh. and uh, Chris Sarandon. We're in it, and Casey had not watched that movie, and I said, we got to watch it. You know, it's based on a true story. Yes, it is. I've seen that. Seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but that was, that movie held up because one of the things that, even though at that time it just kind of became a mob scene around this small Brooklyn bank, 
and and this guy, uh, the Al Pacino character, you know, he cr- taps into something with the audience. Not that much difference in stuff, how stuff happens on social media with all of that. And so he, it was just, I mean, and Al Pacino yeah, was so powerful. It was the, the sexism oh. was the one thing that didn't hold up with that movie, you know, like, but then that was kind of, you know, 1970, that era and Charles Durning is the, I, you know, the, so, the so long Island, but that was kind of a, that was, it was fun to watch. And then we were thinking about John Cazale, the actor, Oh, all five of his movies he's in gets nominated for best picture. And then he dies before deer hunter comes out and he's the fiance of Meryl Streep. Streep. That's right. And I mean, he's an intense actor. He was he was intense looking. Looking, yes, mm-hmm. very. Wow. What do you know about him, Holly? Well, just that his performances are incredible. Yeah. He, fr- he was Fredo in The Godfather, yes. to put that into context for people. Mm-hmm. And just like gone so soon. What did he die of? Cancer, some kind oh. of cancer. Mm-hmm. Like that came very quickly. He didn't even get to go to the screening of The Deer Hunter. Okay. Which was his last movie. Wow. But, um, his character that he plays in Dog Day Afternoon is classic. Doesn't hard. I mean, mightn't have ten, ten words in the whole movie, right? You know, the whole movie is Al Pacino, and he, yeah, just looking back at him. Oh yeah. gosh, and right. Meryl Streep looks so young. I watched the Jerry Seinfeld Twenty Three Hours to Kill. And? Was it good? I liked it, but people raked it over the coals. Really? Yeah, raked it over the coals. I think if you like Jerry Seinfeld, would we like it? I liked yeah, it. I mean, I, it wasn't like laugh out loud, crack me up horribly, yeah. but I needed a couple chuckles, and I yeah. kind of enjoyed it. All right, good. Mm-hmm. I'll take that review. Right. We'll be right back. He's a My Talk Dirt Alert. What dirt haven't we dished? Well, there's a lot of TV okay. news yes, today. Because it seems to be our life. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. Our new life. <laughs> our new life. It's behind Televisions. the news. Yeah. So uh, Lifetime has already done a Megan and Harry Lifetime original movie. Now, that movie centered around the beginning of Harry and Megan's relationship. They're Harry engagement. and Megan, a royal romance. Oh, that's, that's what it was called. That's right. <laughs> and, um, and then they've also done Harry and Megan becoming royal. Well, now Lifetime is going to be making a made-for-TV movie about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's leaving their senior royal duties. Breaking up with the royal family. Yes. So what Lifetime is saying is that this new movie is going to follow the couple's controversial conscious uncoupling from the crown. These Mm -hmm. are their words. Mm -hmm. After the birth of their son, Archie, the movie will detail the struggles of the new parents and unique challenges of being a part of the royal family. So maybe they're going to dish a little dirt. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. As much as Lifetime original movies can. And Lifetime does such a good job with their movies. I just have to tell people that's another... That's comfort TV. It's just comfort. Mm, Totally. Not to be confused with... Hallmark, Hallmark. Which is another pure, kind of comfort. Pure joy, no right. expectations, no right. disappointment. Right. I feel like Lifetime is a little racier it than is. Hallmark. It totally yes. is. I would agree with you. I mean, as far as they can be yes. racy. Yeah, and they often involve death and stocking and other things like that. Not I, my favorite I channel. would watch those with Aunt Marlene, because I love, and I'd say, Marlene, what did you think of that movie? Terrible, just terrible. Should we watch another one? This yes. is, you know, the babysitter is being watched or whatever. And she go, okay, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, the real Prince Harry, he's uh, doing things also in front of a screen. He took part of a special broadcast this uh, this evening in the UK to highlight efforts being made to support injured veterans. So he's moving on with all his charitable initiatives Good. and walking the walk and, and doing the Prince Harry talk. And look at showing everybody. Look at how you can do this. You can do both. Right. And none of them would have been seeing each other right now anyway. That's the irony of the whole damn thing. That was a funny thing on SNL, Tina Fey. Remember when we cared just two months ago about Harry and Meghan? Oh, wait. (laughs) Remember? No. Yeah. When this was on, like, don't tell me one word about that. Right, But remember, it was like the biggest deal. And then it was just like, oh, whatever. It really puts it all in, you know. No, it's worth a day. He's right. It's yeah, just like, all right, there they go, carrying on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's stay in the world of television because Ryan Murphy has announced via his Instagram that he is spinning off American Horror Story into the cleverly titled American Horror Stories. Plural. So I did read <laughs> a little bit. So this is, he basically wants to turn American Horror Story into the Twilight Zone. Anthologize it. Each episode will be a new monster of the week. And, and it might explain each character. They're like standalone. What's the story that made them be awful? Like that Kathy Bates, the butcher of oh, right. or you know, whatever she became. And Jessica Lang, you know, whatever. It, it will explore like one storyline. Okay. So there'll be like a standalone. I mean, he's basically like uh, an amoeba now. Yeah, I I really never watched one American Horror Story. I've never watched these. I like them. Yeah, I know. They haven't all been great. They haven't all been great. I dropped out of the... Did you watch the Lady Gaga, the hotel? I didn't. I started, and then it just was so weird, and even the weirdness of it couldn't keep me connected. So it's hit or miss, you know, with the American Horror Story. Which is okay. Yeah. You know, considering all the television that Ryan Murphy makes. I kind of like that summer camp that was on. Oh, gosh, I know you did. That, but that, that was good because it was such a perfect parody of... Um, what was the summer camp show? That was Ryan Murphy, American Horror Story, the summer camp. Oh. It was such a perfect parody of that first... Um, Summer hacker movie is that Jason? Oh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, going to the 
Yeah, going to the old summer camp and sexy teens. The sexy teens. The little boy who drowns. I know it's so, <laughs> all right. We'll move on Please. from Friday the Thirteenth chat. But I couldn't say it. Uh, Taylor Swift. She's <laughs> announced uh, that she's performing a new network music special. It's going to air on May seventeenth. It's called Taylor Swift City of Lover. It's going to air on ABC first, and then it will be available on Disney Plus and Hulu the next day. So she's teaming up for Disney. Her documentary, Miss. Americana was on Netflix, but yeah. now so good. on Hulu. Yeah, now mm-hmm. on Hulu. So okay, good. so that's the 17th. That's next Sunday. If people were wondering, today's date is the 11th. That's and right. what day and of the week is it? It's Monday. Monday. And what is the time? <laughs> well, 526 <Okay>. p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make it clear for Seriously, everybody. I didn't know that. I mean, who knows? <sighs> exactly. Well, Somebody who knows what time of day it is, I'm sure, is Ana de Armas and Ben Affleck. They know what time of day it is because they're out walking. Maybe we could set our watches to when they go out on their daily walks in Los Angeles. Why are they doing this? No, no, no. But the bigger thing, <laughs> zoom in. Oh, yeah. Zoom, zoom in. in. And what do you see? They are wearing, each of them are wearing a half of a broken heart necklace. You know how, like, you would give to somebody your friendship necklace. Your, like, in you get seventh one half, or get, eighth yeah. grade, you take one half of the heart and they take the other. That's what, what is going wearing. on with these two? Why do we? Why do they need this? I don't know, but they can hardly bear to stay apart oh, from no, their walk. Oh no, they're just too good to no, be forgotten. Know. Those half heart necklaces. I mean, it's really cheesy. Huh? Cheesy. Yeah. Well, it's just like a level of thirst that's unexplainable. I don't, you can't get it. The thirsty void. Yeah, I I don't, I think they're kind of having fun together. But it is really cheesy, and God, maybe it's something cute. Maybe one of his kids gave him. You wear one, but I don't think they've met Anna. And I know they haven't met this lady. Not yet. They have not met her. Jennifer Garner is happy for the quarantine. Sometimes that's easier not to have to introduce people. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. All right, let's call this COVID got your tongue. Now, Julia, we have <laughs> we have talked about this in this time of quarantining. Yes. Uh, you know, I keep saying to you, you know, this is a good time to be vetting for down the road. And what would you like to see in person? And what's my response the whole time? Go for it. Well, I'm just saying it's boring. Okay. It's boring. Maybe you're going about it the wrong way. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, this is, uh, this is from, uh, uh, a little bit of advice from Aaron Tillman, who's the author of the Consent Guidebook, and also Diana Mandel, one of my dating and relationship experts uh-huh. that I have come to trust. Okay, so here's here's what these two people are saying about dating, because all you can do is just talk on the phone yep. or do these messaging. Yeah. And the thing is... You never yeah. know chemistry. Uh-huh. You don't know chemistry by that. You don't know chemistry. You, But one chemistry thing is talking on the phone. So 
one of your advices, advice, pieces of advice, and also from these ladies, don't spend all this time on messages. Pick up the phone and talk, and you can figure out if you can play tennis, if you can hit the ball back and forth conversation-wise first. Yes, and if there's any chemistry, because it could be a voice that you just completely, you don't like. Or someone who can't hold a conversation. Exactly. So anyway, but what they said, one of the things that people are struggling with in the time of COVID got your tongue and you're just mm-hmm. doing all this online, uh, whatever, is that you you don't want to just talk about the coronavirus and how different your life is or any of that kind. Sure. Not too much of that. You, It's you, boring. It's too boring. Yeah, and, you, it's, and it's, you sound boring. Yes, and everybody's got kind of a version of the same story or whatever. So you still have to be bringing up, would you agree with this? Like, what is your usual, what are you the stuff that you like to do? If you own a dog or exercise, you still, you can do, you have opportunity for these conversations. Yeah, but they already tell you all that. Right, but then you hear it. You have to hear it again. Yes, you do. I like to work out seven times a week for 20 hours a day. Then you could break up with that. I mean, not end it, but you don't have to waste any more time. You can put that one. You're lining up bottles on a shelf, as it were, Julia. But you're bored. Tubes and a lipstick. But I'm just saying that you think you're bored. What about when this ends and people start to go out? Wouldn't it be nice to have a little vetted shelf of a few people? Your man menagerie. Yeah. (laughs) Who's to say I don't? I'm just saying. Just with people. Just in when general, people well, think I, of I mean, it as that way, because this, well, there's it no feels easy... like the ending is a little closer now, so you could get back into it again. But for a while, Lori, there's no end in sight, and you already are talking to a perfect stranger on the telephone, vetting and seeing if there's chemistry that way, and then suddenly... Why I don't want to talk to them again unless I meet them because I don't care that much. I'd yeah, rather talk to people I want to talk to. You can exactly just say that. Just say, you know, and, let's meet on June 15th. Yes. Put it on your calendar. Put it on your calendar. We'll, we'll go see to where you are. I right. mean, honestly, you got to, I think that you just have to like throw everything up in the air so that. You know, you can just move on and pay attention to what someone else might be saying too. I mean, you could really. Stock the shelves with options is what I'm oh, saying, but Julia. It, it, at the same time, when I think you kind of are, this is a maybe, great idea for others. Yeah, I mean, maybe I you everyone, don't have the time or energy, but like if you did, if it was, I can think of that there are people that are going to be in this situation and you have to pay attention. And that's why you got to talk to somebody and see, are they saying, uh, I do like how they make you feel as they're saying this stuff. Do they just sound like they're full of themselves are they just talking about themselves and never asking then you don't have to feel bad at all about just saying this isn't going to work out with us or even better yet just ghost them you know <laughs> just have fun with ghosting them i mean who, so oh, that could be a new strategy see how many people you can just hurt yeah well no not hurt this is people have got to toughen I know. up you can't be hurt by somebody you've never met well 100 percent. you know okay. anyway people could really like Flex some um, dating muscles that they've never felt strong and large and in charge of. Sure. You became a better dater. I, I think I, you're comfortable. Yeah, I just don't have any interest anymore. Right. In this yeah. time. 
but of I'm cholera. Just, Remember the book? Coronial. The, no, this but, coronial time. But Loving the time of cholera? Yeah. yeah. Loving the time of cholera. <laughs> I feel like it's that time. Loving the I, time of COVID. But yeah. I just wouldn't mind, you know, like like if you had a little shelf. Okay, I'll bring in a picture of it tomorrow. <laughs> little action figures. Yes. You know? Oh, this is so insane. Yeah, it just really, I think for a lot of people, you know, initially, great, but whatever. It's kind of like longtime couples. They might think, oh, this is going to be like having, uh, you know, this is going to be great. We're going to be able to have so much more sex. But not maybe if you're getting, not getting alone time or whatever, and you're right. seeing too much of each other. right. Then like you, you need your getaway space. Well, then, yeah, then you have like that pressure. Like people are thinking, oh, you're having like such great sexy time. Right. You know, but it's, I want to say that there should be no pressure from anybody during this time, because even at the beginning, people thought, oh, I'm going to be a weekend warrior and do all these great projects and oh stuff oh. with the yeah. run on days and everything. No one yeah. really. I just think be kind and gentle and whatever yeah. works for you works. And that's an idea to vet people, but I get bored easily. Right. So if I can't, you don't see, you don't have the time or energy uh-uh. right now for that. I don't care really that much about other people. Right. Besides the people I love and care about. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? No, no the bar not. is high for new people it, right it, now because it's I've got all these other people yeah. I'm worried about and would rather spend attention. Yes. Put so, my attention towards. I guess maybe at the end, that's what I'm trying to say is that you can just be in as in charge of this as you want, Absolutely. and you don't feel. And you you should about always talking. feel that way. Yeah, but I mean, talk to, if you want to be talking to a bunch of people right now and you feel like doing it, do it. But just, you know, do some hard vetting. 100%. You know. So you don't waste any Don't time. waste time and don't let them hurt your feelings either if, if you're not their cup I kind of think everybody has like a lot of dating, like online dating ADD. Well. Because you can't progress it forward and it just. It depends on what age you are. Like sure. if you're like a horny, rammy, you know, 19, 20, 21. <laughs> well, they're meeting. Yeah, yeah. They're meeting. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. I know. It so depends on your age group. It depends yeah. on the age group. I will say that the condom sales are. In the tanker. Limp. Limp. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Weak. Weak. Uh, mm-hmm. Placid. Yes, all these things. <laughs> all these things because you're people aren't just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they people are just there's more abstinence, more self pleasure, mm-hmm. and not as many condoms are being bought. Although interesting though, and I think I talked about this last week, that the cheating websites, Ashley Madison stuff, those are going up. I don't understand how that can happen right now, but because maybe for somebody who's in a long time thing, or they just they want to have a little thrill of. Something. Well, then, then there's the online flirting thing, but yeah. the pop. But if you're out on Tinder, Grinder, whatever, there's a chance that somebody might know somebody who knows somebody, and it's like this person. Yeah, so the Ashley no. Madison thing, you know, is completely private. Yeah, it's. So did weird. you ever had? Did any of us know anybody that no. had a, a partner that was on that? I feel like we had one friend, Julia. Who found out that her husband Write was the on name Ashley on the back Madison? Of your piece of paper because I don't remember. Oh, it. And no. she found out. Just write it down for me so I can go along with the story better. Like his American Express. Oh no! Yeah, Ooh. I don't know who we're talking about. I'm glad I do. Just write it on a sheet of paper. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk and write a name. I could blurt. All right. You know, I could blurt it out. 
I don't want to, you know. No, I'm, we don't want to do that. I'm that protecting would ruin it for privacy. People. I'm protecting HIPAA gossip. Well, you should. <laughs> right. You should because that is anyway. HIPAA gossip. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, that. there was a new term, you guys, and if you watch Sunday morning CBS Sunday morning I yesterday, did watch it. it's something about physical starvation or something. What was it called? It was like the second story in about how during these times of not being able to hug your grandchildren or hug your you know, dear people, there's a a word for it. Social starvation. Is it skin hunger? It was skin, something like, like that, that. Skin hunger. Have you heard that? I, mean, I am only looking at it now from yeah. the show. That, yeah, it's called skin hunger, and I'd never heard it before. But just the need to be touched because you can't get a massage. You can, you know, if you're living alone, you can't, and you have grandchildren, you can't get hugs, and if you aren't in a relationship, just the need to be touched. Yeah. I'm going to tell people, though, right now, a rubber doll is not going to do it for you. No. Although, you know, who can say? Right? That's our line, Allie. Who can can say? say? Who can say? Who can say? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Heard a rubber dog right, but if there's somebody. something about the skin mm. hunger, and I just heard that term yesterday, I'm like, that's an interesting new term. Oh, yeah. That we haven't really... Uh, people are really missing hugging family members. Yeah, and just really, nurturing really... the little ones. I know for... We talked to some of our walkers from yesterday. On, they're yes. missing their grandkids so bad. Yes, yes. That'd be that's, hard. that's for real. All yeah. right, listen, we come back. We're going to get to the rest of the headlines. Oh, so much fun to dance, too. Little Richard. Little Richard. Wow. I did play some Little Richard this weekend. Did you? Oh, yeah. He's seen I had to, you know. Did you dance? Did yeah, you have a dance danced, party a little bit? danced a little bit, yeah. Yeah? Did you have your glass of wine? You know, you've been a... Oh, my gosh. I, I practically <laughs> flew home on Friday and oh. poured the hugest oh. glass of wine. <laughs> Last Friday was yeah. about... I felt like it was worse than Monday. Yeah, because I really... I mean, I... I, I, You're I'm a bar drinker. I'm a bar drinker is what I really find out I'm about a bar myself. Drinker. And so <laughs> I really like haven't. I mean, and now that I'm the bowling is over or has been over. You haven't been indulging. Like I haven't the rest been doing my midweek, you know, little happy hour kind of thing I do at the bowling alley. So yeah, I don't. I didn't have a glass of wine all last week, and I just really felt the need for it last Friday night. Oh, it felt like a long, exhausting week. Well, we're just getting used to our new normal. Yes, I know. Ugh. Making new neural netways. Yeah, new I know. Brain. That's what your it brain is. is tired. Oh, One of God. the funny skits on um, on SNL. That was a. I thought it was a funny show. The Britney. The Britney thing it was hysterical. The guy masterclass on being Britney Spears. Yes. That hysterical. was hysterical. That was so good. And then they did another one with like a Zoom thing. Well, it's all Zoom, I guess. Yeah. And with um, parents let kids drink. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh! I know. It was so it, funny. In a way, they've been funnier now that everyone's skit writing at home. I in thought a it was weird funny. Way. And yeah. Kristen Wiig did the opening, and they said that she might have dropped a little seed that she's pregnant. Oh! Did anyone read that? Uh, no. That's 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 a 
She's somebody, so pretty. Yeah, she is. She really is yeah. pretty. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that at all. I didn't either. I didn't get that at all. Um, I did read uh, the New York Post. Uh, like it's out of the closet now. One of the things that the pandemic. One of the things that it's going to change. That at least this is according. One of many, many. Yeah, but according to you know. Um, People who are like pop culture observers is that we're finding out if who is going to be really canceled after all this is over. Like that. Sure. The like. They're, they're, we don't care. Yeah. It's Ellen is in the she's winning the race. But people. Mm. But yet I got a funny thing from my friends about a skit that Ellen did that was hysterical. Yeah. No, I mean, not that she can't be funny, but that that there's just uh, so much going on about her not being nice. Yes, and like I you told can't control you control the rumors. And I told you I confessed to you when this lockdown first happened that I have secondhand dislike for Ellen because of my brother. Right. My brother hasn't been able to stand her for probably Six or seven Everybody years. Everybody has someone like this in no, their life. Personally or- and his husband loves Ellen, watches Ellen every, you know, But your day. brother just My can't, brother can't stand. stand her. Just said, oh, no, she's a mean woman. She's always been a mean woman. He's never like... Was anyway. it because of the Ellen gossip or is this just a, a, a conclusion that your brother's come to just by watching her show? I think it, I, There's been such a long... The the long time whispered thing about Ellen is that the that she is... Like that, that my brother thought, I mean, he was like upset with me eight years ago when he told me about it because he thought I, as a gossip person, should have been in the loop. Why didn't you know about this? I said, I can't know about all this dislike for I just have enough trouble with the uh, the few that I have. But um, anyway, like, you know, the, the, the. I don't know. You remember when she called the story and that's been that she called Steve Jobs. Um. What did she call him? I don't know. She this. called him that the iPhone should have a bigger font. She called him directly. She had his number. I think that's hysterical. Okay, Lori, but I think that's hysterical. If I would have known his number, I would have called him. Because remember, I was trying to before with the earlier versions. I was yeah. trying to come up with an invention about a screen yeah. that you would put on top of it that would magnify. Because I couldn't see a thing. I. Yeah. All right. Fine. If you don't think that's too obnoxious, I but don't. You also have been known around here to send the most obnoxious. Absolutely. We get, need you better get highlighters. highlighters. That was one of your was... privileged bubbled. Um, but Holly, do you think that that is true? That there has been a whisper network about her notorious unpredictable offset behavior? Yes. Yeah. Y- yeah. You know, and I and I think that things are starting to come to a head because. It's the way that she allegedly treats her employees that I think people are just, you can't do it. And especially in this time when there are thousands of people in the entertainment industry, specifically in Hollywood, working on sets and they don't have jobs right now. They don't have jobs. It's just, it's all disappeared. And, 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 uh, and it seems like she has been checked out of her show for a while. Like she's not into it. And that comes across quite frankly from her home and she makes that poor, funny Andy Lassner, her producer, stand outside her window. And he's all, all the way up in Santa Barbara. Do you know how far that is from L.A.? Well, maybe he lives by her. Well, maybe he does. But I'm just saying that it just seems like... Anyway, so this weekend, the Post compiled all these stories about it. her. And I was just like, oh. I don't want to... Yeah, it's whatever. not... Whatever. It's, it's whatever. That she sucks. 
and um, all the different ways that she sucked. Well, been, I, why do you feel like people have done that about oh, us many times? Right. Well, I think you what, suck like this and yeah. this and this. I think the thing with Ellen is the fact that okay, you like everyone has multitudes and everyone has cranky days. Right, everyone has good days, but that she's selling herself as this really nice person who is over friend of everybody everybody. and then it's hard to maintain it's hard to maintain and then it's just like oh well you're just a you're just a human being ellen it's okay but it's just it goes against the persona that she's made hundreds of millions of dollars on Mm -hmm. and i think people are just like okay yeah Wow. All right. Remember when she dated Anne Heche and they had the terrible oh. breakup? Oh. When Anne Heche was walking around in the hills of Hollywood Hills or something? Oh. Did she think she was abducted by aliens? Yeah, she did. Something happened really bad. <sighs> anyway. That's like a gossip That's, five lifetimes ago. That, you know what? <laughs> totally, totally. All right, I'm switching topics. Julie, Go ahead. Julianne Hoff. Yeah. Bought her mom on Mother's Day gift. She bought her a house. Oh, wow. And her mom was so happy. She thought that she was just leasing it for for a year. And she's like, no, mom, I bought you this. Oh, man, that's a dream. Isn't that sweet? I thought that was sweet. Way to switch the conversation, Julianne Huff. That's excellent. I'm a little (laughs) Pop-Tart. All right, everybody, have a great night. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Tread. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands, like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.